0: Should we expect from God? Should we? Have you ever been in a relationship of any kind? Uh, It could be with a child. It could be with a spouse. It could be with with a significant other. It could be a boyfriend, girlfriend, mother, father, whoever it is. And this person gravely disappointed you. Maybe it's a friend. And this person disappointed you. How, How did that make you feel? A lot of times we depend on other people as we naturally should because relationships require there to be a level of vulnerability. But what happens when the other person fails or what happens when we fail the other person? There is a breakdown in the relationship and I see that happening in the church. I see us in the church Uh, Especially we were exposed in 2020. We were exposed uh, during the pandemic year. We were exposed because churches were not able to function without the ability to be in their building. We were at a loss. Uh, We could not pivot fast enough. Churches didn't know what to do while the world was pivoting, and they were figuring out how can we still sell our products, open our business, run our business, keep our employees. Make the church was we, we were we were stuck. We need to be in the building, and and some churches did pivot, and their numbers went up exponentially. Um, they were getting people on their live streams, uh, almost a hundred times what they were seeing on Sunday. So. We, we need, did, did we did we actually need the physical building now? Uh, the word says that we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves. And, and I, I, I miss being with the people of God. But did we need the building? Can, does God need the building to reach people in Africa through your words, through your pastor's words, through the preaching of the gospel? Did, did he need a building? I see God doing so much more, and, and, and a lot of times in the church, i realized and I've seen in 2020 that we were very dependent on the world's systems and physical things to do spiritual things, to do miraculous things. We depended on a president, no matter what side of the aisle that you were on, to deliver the church to accomplish the, the mission and the goals of the church. We depended on a president to do it. And, and, and when, the, when the physical gathering together failed, and when the president failed, where did that leave us? It left us as Americans frustrated. And we saw the culmination of that frustration with the riots when they stormed the Capitol Uh, The the, the Trump supporters Stormed the Capitol A lot of them Claimed to be Evangelical Christians There are pictures of uh, Evangelical Christians Holding up a cross Outside Before they stormed the Capitol And next to that cross There were A stage with a noose Tied around it I could not believe what I was seeing as a believer, as an African-American man, to see my brothers and sisters or those who claim to be my brothers and sisters be so vastly divided from the body of Christ because their God, their president, their party failed. The church has been way too dependent on the world's systems to accomplish what God has set out to accomplish for us, what God has set out in the world to do, not through the government, but through the body of Christ, through the leading of the Holy Spirit. Christ is the head of the church, not a president, not a building, not a location. There's some people who they go to the Middle East to pray. They have to make this pilgrimage every year to go to this place to pray so they can meet their God and God, our, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be his name, doesn't have to meet us at a location, he can meet us right here in your living room, right here over that, that, that virtual invite. So friends and family, um, the events from this week showed us that we are way too dependent on the body of Christ And I want to share with you In 1 Corinthians Chapter 12 and 13 Paul is writing to this church In, in Corinth Because this church is divided It sounds like who we are now It says "In And, and, and there was a There was so much sin in the church and Paul is trying to correct, trying to realign this church, to realign themselves back to God, to realign themselves back to Christ. And he he goes straight for the heart. He says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels and have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. I'm just making noise. If I'm doing all these things and I have no love, If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that I can move mountains and do not have love, I am nothing. If I possess, if I give all my possessions to the poor and give my body to to hardship, that I may boast, but have not love, I gain nothing. If it's not love, then it's nothing. And if you look at the verses, the chapter before, we would, he was talking about how can the body have so much schisms in it The I can't tell the foot I don't need you, the arm can't tell the, the nose I don't need you, that every single part of the body belongs together, that we can work in tandem with the Holy Spirit, that we can work in tandem to what God wants us to do. church. We are divided. The American church, we are divided. And this first Corinthians church is us today. It Also, do you remember? It also says uh, some people said I'm of Apollos and I am I am of Paul. So what, what, what is that about? There's a black church and a white church. There's a liberal church and a conservative church. There's a Democrat church and a Republican church. What is this? We are tied up in nonsense in the body of, in the body of Christ because our gods have failed us. Our gods, the relationships that we have failed us. Our presidents failed us. Our church buildings failed us. And all these things that we depended on Failed us and it exposed our dependence on worldly things to accomplish godly things. It exposed our dependency on the things and the systems of this world and not our dependency on Christ. Church, we have to realign ourselves. We have to repent. If you're black, if you're white, if you're brown, if you're Republican, if you're Democrat, if you're liberal, if you're conservative. And put down the things that are separating us and go back to love. The first and greatest commandment is to love God and then to love your neighbor. And that's where we need to start from. We need to get back together and start loving God and start loving our neighbors. James says, show me your faith. I'll show you my actions. I'll show you my love. Let's, let's, let's show love to each other. So we can accomplish what God wants us to accomplish. I'm going to end here. And it says this in uh, 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 17. You can can hold on to your gods. In the church, you can hold on to your gods. But look at this in 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 7. When it's time, when it's going to happen, when the day arrives. It says, "For, for it is time for judgment to begin with God's household. We are fighting for, 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 to, for God to accomplish what we want Him to accomplish. God, you need to do this for social justice. You need to do this for abortion. You need to do this for X, Y, and Z. Judgment's going to begin in the household of God first. Are we so married to our belief systems that we're willing to let go of God? Are we so married to the things that we believe in That we're willing to let go of God. Judgment is going to start in the house of God. And if you are dividing, separating from what Christ accomplished and wants us to do, repentance. We want the world to repent. But the body of Christ, the church, right now, we're the ones that need to repent. We're the ones that need to repent. Family, a few minutes for Jesus. See you soon.